brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part of time to become a part of time. Hari Om Hari Om Hari Hari Om 
Sachidananda, founder of the Integral Yoga Institutes, which are still operating today all over the country, by the way. And that was a clip from back in uh, the 1970s. Sri Swami Sachidananda was one of my spiritual teachers. Uh, he passed from this plane in uh, 2002. And the Hari, in the Hari Om, is another name for the Absolute. It also means remover of obstacles. And uh, Shanti, at the end, means peace. And uh, that can also be used as a meditation. And it can be used uh, internally or um, um, externally in terms of uh, how you choose to uh, do that meditation. So uh, you could actually access the archives to uh, ET Yoga just go to BBS Radio ET Yoga, and when you go there, you'll, that's the main page. Scroll down to the archives, and the archives for this show will likely be up uh, late Tuesday, the show being done on Saturday. And uh, no strings attached, a free service, so you can take your time and go through uh, the show at your leisure or any particular show at your leisure. I'd like to uh, take this opportunity to give my thanks, appreciation, and gratitude to the ET Yoga listening audience just for being you and uh, knowing that you're making a difference in the world just by being you. And also uh, extend an invitation to um, email me at paperfungo, P-A-P-E-R-F-U-N-G-O, paperfungo, at yahoo.ca. In case uh, you have any questions concerning um, content that's presented on the ET Yoga, as well as I'm always appreciative of your suggestions concerning program content, and nothing makes my day more than hearing about your successes, utilizing ideas, concepts, and techniques that are presented on this program. So please feel free to um, take a minute to uh, email me. And um, if you do have any questions, I'll try to answer them to the best of my ability and rest assured you will get a prompt reply. Now in preparing for tonight's program, usually something catches my eye during the time between shows on ET Yoga, and uh, this week it was um, Christy Marie Sheldon. Uh, Her um, information caught my eye, and um, I'd like to uh, recommend her as a uh, good source of information. Um, Very upbeat person. And uh, she's probably best known for her, the concept love or above in terms of um, 
the frequencies that she'd like to see people operating from. And uh, I'm also going to make some connections between her system of healing and um, information that's been presented on ET Yoga over time, not all in the same show, but uh, over time um, these concepts uh, have been presented here on ET Yoga and for a long time. In fact, I've been uh, doing this show now for at least 15 years, probably going on 16 years, and a lot of this information was available then, so the the real truthful information, you know, is kind of timeless. And um, I guess I should give my usual disclaimer that this program was created in order to share the information about the positive and most effective benefits and insights of ET Yoga. It is therefore for educational purposes, and although thought to be accurate, is provided as is and without warranty of any kind, either expressed or unexpressed or implied. Please note ET Yoga is not a substitute for medical care. Information is not intended to diagnose, treat, prevent, cure any disease. You should always consult with the appropriate health practitioner in case of any medical situation. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's becoming a load of crap, hasn't it? Uh, that disclaimer, because I really applaud your efforts to distance yourself from mainstream medical, big pharma, mainstream media. It's another joke. And um, also technology, and I know that's a hard one for a lot of people, but uh, I try to live uh, my life uh, to distance myself from technology as well to the best of my ability given my particular circumstance. My particular circumstance is different from some others who are maybe, you know, are totally dependent on the medical system or whatever. I distanced myself from the medical system over 20 years ago. I'm a bit of a dinosaur. I don't have a personal cell phone. Uh, I'm doing this show from uh, my home on a land-based phone. Um, I don't take cable TV because I don't believe in paying to be brainwashed. And clearly television is one of the chief brainwashing tools used all over the world, and everybody is into it, so, you know, or a lot of people are into it. More and more people, I think, over the years have also distanced their, themselves from the cable television. And um, I do use a laptop for definitely searching the Internet, um, but I try to limit any of these smart gadgets that are around. I don't have GPS in my car. You know, I'm a dinosaur. Um, back in the times when I grew up, nobody had GPS. We all managed to get where we were going because we knew how to read a map if it was necessary. And uh, didn't need to have a phone with us to be addicted to during the day. You know, I got a phone number, and if you want to call me and you're a friend of mine, you'll give me a call in the evening when you have time. And um, other than that, as far as I'm concerned, no news is good news. And I'm certainly never going to be addicted to, um, you know, some bit of technology and spend my life 
uh, addicted to something I'm holding in my hand because it gives me a few little extra perks. So just to give you an idea of where I'm coming from. Now, this Christy Marie Sheldon um, touches on some, some very interesting points. But before I get into her points of uh, what she calls the scale of consciousness, I want to talk about this whole concept of yoga, because even ET yoga, I've had people write in and say, oh, how can you do yoga on the radio? Well, it's, I guess, a difference of perspective. What's your idea of yoga? What does it mean? To a lot of people in the West, it means a bunch of postures or asanas that yogis do to keep themselves healthy and to keep their spine flexible. And that's what a lot of people call yoga. Yoga really means union, union of you and your higher self. The Hatha Yoga is just one branch of yoga. And in integral yoga, as taught by Sri Swami Satchidananda, there are six different branches of yoga. And it so turns out... <coughs> that they're pretty much identical to what the ancient Essenes were doing uh, 2,000 years ago. And the Essenes were um, ancient Atlantean souls, and they had completely overcome the problems of health and aging and even overcome um, the force of gravity, as the Atlanteans had been able to do. And um, the uh, scene uh, lifestyle and practices were were called the Essene Helicoth. And um, actually, the Essene Helicoth was, in fact, a yoga system. And it uh, united seven basic yoga systems in a grand synthesis. Essene yoga included Raja yoga, silent meditation, Hatha yoga, which people in the West call yoga, which are the physical postures and breath work, bhakti yoga, which is love and devotion to God, jnana yoga, or the spiritual study and discourse, laya yoga, the science of using the chakras to bring about higher states of consciousness and spiritual realization, karma yoga, creative work for the upliftment of all, mantra yoga, or japa yoga, which in the modern terms is verbal prayer, singing, uh, or chanting of a mantra. And um, the Essenes also had an interesting point of view with respect to uh, uh, medicine. The three basic principles were followed by the Essenes uh, in their healing. Um, it was believed that divinity was expressed in the plant kingdom as an antidote for the illnesses of the human kingdom, and that for every illness there existed a palliative in a root, leaf, bark of a tree or a plant. The Essenes, therefore, were herbalists in the highest sense of the word. The second method of healing was to make use of healing stones, bits of various kinds of rock or hardened earth. The power of such stones 
in influencing magnetic fields under the direction of one who is versed in this type of therapy, um, it became common knowledge in, at a later point. The scenes also created salves from natural sources. And the third method of healing, in which the Essenes were extremely well-versed, drew upon the healing powers of the invisible worlds around them. And uh, they acquired an unparalleled mastery in manipulating these healing powers of the superior spheres. And they were also aware of the cleansing miracle of pure water. So even back 2,000 years ago, we have this concept about using the plants as medicine and not poisons like we do today. And um, I can highly uh, recommend the Encyclopedia of Herbal Medicine, um, which can be found, um, you know, online. And if you're interested in in uh, picking up such a source of information, it was also highly recommended by Barbara Marciniak, who is the author of Bringers of the Dawn and a Pleiadian Contact. Um, also, I think is interesting is the concept that all disease comes from emotional distress and dysfunctional emotion. And um, I can also refer you to uh, what's commonly known as Vogel crystals. Now, these are very expensive, but I think the point here being the concept. Um, Vogel knew that the real origin of illness is in the etheric body or your emotional body. Although the body or emotions sustain a trauma, the etheric body holds the memory of physical or emotional injury, and it can become stagnant, distorted, or stuck. The result of this unstable or blocked energy is illness. And he discovered that crystals are the common thread in healing, and that ties together energy and illness and problems of the etheric body. And when light from the higher realms comes into a person's body, the light gets refracted if the etheric body is not stable, and this can cause illness. The Vogel cut crystal gives the user immediate access to the etheric body and stabilizes it, allowing light from the higher realms to enter and also a matrix or template of perfection already exists in the etheric body. So even when there is physical or emotional trauma, the matrix still exists and can be brought back to optimum conditions by the use of Vogel cut crystals. So basically, he's confirming the fact that, you know, the origin of illness is in the etheric body, and if you think about um, one of the processes I use, which is Qigong, and the healing sounds that 
are part of the Qigong methods, then um, you start to appreciate that what the Qigong is actually about is keeping a flow of energy happening in the body. So um, I'm going to share with you today um, a process that I used um, in doing my own clearing, which I did this afternoon, because every so often I think it's important to do a, a total clearing. And um, Qigong healing sounds are definitely um, very useful in um, especially keeping disease from getting blocked, which creates illness. Another um, technique I used today was the Egyptian healing rods, and I've been using them now for, I don't know, probably pushing 20 years. I don't remember the exact date I started. But Egyptian healing rods, as far as I'm concerned, are a great technology. And they're just two rods, one of copper, one of zinc, forged in pyramids with crystals inside, and you hold, all you need to do is stand and hold them for 15 minutes, and it's like being inside a pyramid. And um, it, you can see Curlian photography if you do a little research on Egyptian healing rods, and you can see um, a woman who's sick, what her auric field looks like, and then after she holds the rods for 10 minutes, what she looks like, because her whole auric field lights up. And it's a similar effect that people get in the Bosnian pyramids when they go in the basement of the Bosnian, Bosnian pyramids. And um, <clears throat> some people uh, have expressed amazing results from being down there because of the healing energies. And the Curlian photography of those who have been healed are <laughs> similar to what you find when you use Egyptian healing rods. And so Egyptian healing rods, I highly recommend because they're going to clear your auric field. Now, in my opinion, um, if you've got issues there and they're cleared in time, they're going to come back if you don't find the source of the issue. So when I did my clearing today, the first thing I started with was actually the Egyptian healing rods. And then I did uh, my Qigong techniques. And then I with the healing sounds. And then... I did the um, um, pillar of light technique as taught by the Pleiadians, which I will share with you on tonight's program, time permitting. And by doing these techniques, um, you can heal your auric field. And it's quite important. Now, I think it's probably the time to start kicking in some of this uh, Christy Sheldon um, information. She has what's called a scale of consciousness, and it's based on a scale of zero to a thousand, a thousand being somebody who's totally enlightened or self-realized. Peace is the highest uh, one on her list that is rated at 600, which is interesting that peace is, is actually higher than the frequency of love or joy. Peace is at 600 on this scale. Joy is at 540. Love is at 500. Reason at 400. Acceptance at 350. Willingness at 310. 
neutrality at 250, courage 200, pride 175, anger 150, desire 125, and these are the lower ones now coming up, fear at 100, grief 75, apathy 50, guilt 30, shame 20. So that's the scale of consciousness that she kind of refers her teachings to. And if you want to talk about peace, which has been taught on E.P. Yoga for a long, long time, uh, go back to the previous E.T. Yoga show, uh, which was um, called um, Amazing Info Download. And um, that show and the previous one, which was around the, the concept of peace, actually, which gets into some suggestions by Muji, M-O-O-J-I, and uh, how to uh, find your peace. So that particular technique is taught there on E.T. Yoga uh, and its connection to all the teachings of Sri Swami Satchitananda because that was the fundamental concept of his path. Always keep your peace. So peace is huge in integral yoga and comes out on this scale of Christy Sheldon's as the top vibration. Kind of interesting. And then she talks about clearing lower vibrations. And when she does that, she mentions the fact that where do you get these negative patterns? Well, most of all of them you get from the time you're zero to seven in age when you're downloading the beliefs of your initial caregivers. So the point here being that at some point in time, you got to do your inner work and start identifying where you developed some negative beliefs. Now, I think it's important to thank our initial caregivers for all those good ideas and well-meaning um, beliefs that were passed down to us, but uh, all of them may not be useful anymore. And if you're finding an area in your life that's not operating properly, it's likely due to um, your beliefs in that area. <clears throat> because your outer world is basically a perfect reflection of your beliefs, your intentions, your emotions, and where did you get these beliefs from your initial caregivers? So you need to go in and and discard the beliefs that are no longer serving you and reprogram yourself with positive beliefs in those areas. It's, it's really important because, um, in my opinion, there's nothing more, more powerful than belief. In fact, the basis of um, ET yoga and how we do ET yoga on radio is because yoga is a concept of Union, union of you and your higher self. And the ET information supports the concept of helping you know more, be more of who you are and and help you realize who you really are. And next to that concept is that the foundation of ET yoga is belief because belief is everything. Why does the placebo effect work in medicine? Because 
You believe it. But it's not just true in medicine. It's true in every area of your life. It's all about belief. And it's why people that are born in rich families find it easy to make money because they grew up with those beliefs. And people from poor families generally grew up to have struggle to make ends meet. They go paycheck to paycheck. Where did you get those beliefs? You got them from your initial caregivers and the experience that you had growing up. <clears throat> and these stay with us a lifetime. So it requires attention. And Christy Sheldon apparently has the skill to be able to look at your aura and she can see um, it's like dark energy in places where you have negative beliefs and also it, some of these uh, sometimes associate with um, um, the physical body and aches and pains in the physical body. And uh, then she goes into um, a technique that um, where she calls for uh, light to come down through your chakras and um, also uh, connecting with the center of the earth and the light in the center of the earth and, and the light from the center of the earth comes up through your lower chakras and the light from the higher chakras and this meets and forms like a ball of light which she calls a blessing blessing ball of light and she sends that blessing ball of light to the inflicted areas and you can also mentally think of if you can feel these areas in your body and you know where they are, you want to send the ball of light there and mentally see and visualize you pulling those negative energies out of your system. So this is a technique for healing yourself. And um, this all works because everything that exists in your physical body first exists in your auric field. And one of the reasons for that is that the universe flashes in and out of existence. And this isn't really taught in modern schools, but it's, if you look it up, you can actually find this information on the Internet. They know that the universe <laughs> flashes in and out of existence, that it's holographic and fractal. And um, we live in a, basically a simulation and um, a matrix of sorts controlled for the most part by reptilian draco reptilian and the ai programs so you know that's the environment that we live in and um the Pleiadians have said that thought actually exists in between the flashing in and out of the physical universe of course it flashes so fast that our eyes don't pick up on it but in point of fact <laughs> Half the time, our physical bodies aren't even here. Our consciousness remains. But the physical body actually dis it disappears and reappears. And when it reappears, it's in between the flashing that you can um, intend to create a different um, way in which the body reappears. And it can reappear in a healthy state so this is the areas of trying to connect with information that 
will will assist you. In fact, it's interesting to note um, that the Pleiadians say, like regarding cancer, for example, uh, people treat it like something happened to someone, like breaking a leg because they fell off a ladder. Um, they state that cancer is a process, a chronic process, that if you don't remove the cause, you can't cure it. It's like having someone constantly falling off a ladder. No medicine, plaster casts, and titanium bone pins will heal the patient if it continually falls off the same ladder over and over again. And um, the Pleiadians talk about the fact that the cause is always a mental, energetic problem. The cause is the emotional environment in which the individual lives, and more importantly, how that individual interprets the external environment. And um, interesting to note that um, when the Pleiadians offer uh, you know, cures um, for cancer. Uh, they state that, for example, a man may have cancer and I may have the cure, but he cannot follow my instructions, uh, which are to, number one, leave his job, buy a boat, eat properly, move to the beach to get a life that is fulfilling to him, to give his life new meaning and value from his point of view and needs, and he cannot follow my my cure because he's living day to day in an office job he hates, and he has no money to even go to the beach for one weekend. So basically, well, what they're pointing out here is that the cure is emotional. The cause is emotional. And so even the Pleiadians are saying the same thing about, you know, how to treat how to treat cancer it's a, these the the person themselves feels that they're in a toxic environment and also the Pleiadians talk about that food is medicine for them it, it it's it's all herbal and natural and frequency based and they eat a vegan diet and um so you know again they connect with the food and much like the Essenes and unfortunately, people, a lot of people just want a pill, you know. They just want the magic pill. And cancer doesn't work that way. And um, it's all about emotional issues. And in many cases, uh, it's connected with anger or, or some, some anger issue. And that, again, relates to Christy Sheldon's uh, hierarchy of emotions. When you're creating a world from these lower emotions, you're creating a negative uh, pattern or result, uh, which is not so good. And um, <clears throat> an amazing article uh, that showed up in Waking Times um, connects with all this information. Uh, it's proof that the human body is a projection of consciousness. And um, they say, state that they will 
explore how your body is a holographic projection of your consciousness and how you directly influence that hologram and thus have complete control over the physical health of your body. One of the key principles of quantum physics is that our thoughts determine reality. Energy is either a particle or a wave, depending on the expectations of the observer. And the quantum world waits for us to make a decision so that it knows how to behave. And the human energy field is interacting and influencing the quantum field all around us at all times, and the energy of our beliefs and intentions are infused into our energy field because they are defined by the energy of our thoughts and emotions. Thus, the fusion of our thoughts, emotions, beliefs, intentions, which we call the human energy field, is perpetually informing the quantum reality within us and around us at each moment of our existence. And because reality is flashing in and out of existence, every time our reality oscillates between form and pure energy, um, or the field of our awareness, which is constant and doesn't flash in and out of existence, informs the field what to reappear as when it... um, makes its transition back to form at the quantum level. And therefore, each time we oscillate into formlessness, we have complete and total control and responsibility over what we choose in our attention to manifest out of the field of the next moment, and our power and ability to do so relies entirely on what we believe and how we are feeling. So again... It all comes down to belief. And if our bodies are a projection of consciousness, then our consciousness would create a blueprint which our atoms and molecules align with to create our bodies. And there is highly suggestive evidence of the existence of this energetic blueprint. And we need to internalize the understanding that reality is flashing in and out of form. And this is absolutely crucial in understanding our ability to heal, because half the time we are formless. Our bodies are a holographic projection of our consciousness, and they are the sum total of our beliefs about ourselves. If we can change our beliefs about ourselves, and thus if we can change the energy that defines our human energy field, then we can change the energetic blueprint which our body aligns with as it rematerializes back into form and um, this is an important concept to to get and um, to heal basically all that we need to do is to purify our energy so that the energetic projection of our body is unobstructed then our atoms and molecules can align perfectly to this structure because there is no energetic interference to disrupt the image of our body as projected by our consciousness. And the first step to consider is the possibility that we are not only energy, but that there is an infinite energy all around us which we can consciously tap into 
to promote healing in our body and our mind, to become more happy and healthy and vibrant and creative. And as soon as you start to connect to the infinite energy of creation and your own true nature as formless energy, then you start to become aware of those energies in your body which returns the perfection of your body to its natural state. And this is where, you know, things like the pillar of light technique come in because you're utilizing techniques that help cleanse and restore your body. You know, when I'm doing my um, cleansing today, I'm also going to recommend to you um, a meditation it's about half an hour long. It's from Steve Noble, N-O-B-E-L. And uh, it's called the Black Fire Angelic Meditation, Black Fire Energy. And it's really powerful stuff. I mean, you take that, the Black Fire Energy and it goes into your blood. It goes into your bones. It goes into all your organs, every cell in your body. It goes into your um, chakra system. It goes into your auric field. Um, I mean... It's a total cleansing, and even does a cleansing of some of the shedding that's going on in our society because it's toxic. So this is a way to eliminate all that toxicity from your system. There's some other uh, Steve Noble meditations that also um, even go into identifying, uh, neutralizing, and dispersing nanobot technology because nanobot technology is incompatible with 5D energy. So this is an area that you can explore. And the projection of your body can only be disrupted by a disturbance in your energy field, your consciousness, caused by unbalanced thoughts and emotions and limiting beliefs. So our luminous energy field is naturally a vib- vibrant and our energy naturally flows unhindered as a powerful stream of consciousness, but the lower levels of consciousness, which we have been conditioned to live in as part of our social indoctrination, disrupts this flow, which, if left unhindered, would express its perfection everywhere. And um, another key concept here is understanding that your body is always regenerating. I mean, every so often you have a whole, a whole different body. And you you need to start to realize that your body is not the real you. Your body is merely a projection of what you believe yourself to be. And if you could discover that you are pure consciousness and that who you really are is an infinite creative awareness that is manifesting reality and co-creating reality with other aspects of yourself, then you can start to take complete control over your body, your health, and your life. And this is really, you know, this sounds pretty far out, but it's just right on the button, is that chronic pain, disease, illness, or the old injuries that you have in your body are not actually in your body. (laughs) They're in your mind. More specifically, they are a function of your perception. Your atoms are always changing, and your molecules are too. But as new atoms come and as new molecules are formed and as you flash in and out of existence, 
your energetic field is telling them where to go, what to do, and how to align with one another. Therefore, you are holding disease, illness, pain, and injuries within your consciousness, and thus they are imprinted in your energetic field. And only then do they proceed to manifest in your physiology. I'm going to repeat that because this is the, this is the point of it all. You're holding disease, illness, pain, and injuries within your consciousness, and thus they are imprinted in your energetic field. And only then do they proceed to manifest in your physiology. So everything that exists in your physical body is first appears in your energetic field. Yeah, and if this is the case, then not only is our health completely under our willful control, but the rate at which we age and all kinds of other things are, are all, they're, they're part of beliefs. And all this sounds fantastic, yes, but these changes are noticeable within the human body and mind, even after a little bit of practice and training. So decide to, to feel and experience it for yourself and learn how to meditate. This is what evidence is clearly suggesting. The only hindrance to tapping into this nature of the universe is our own conscious awareness, your level of attention, and your beliefs, because it's all about beliefs. Our ability to heal is directly related to our level of attention and level of belief. For example, we can heal ourselves of any affliction, illness, disease, or injury that is possible so long as we have absolute certainty and knowing that we will be healed. And this is directly achieved by accessing the most fundamental level of reality through deep meditation. And this is because at the fundamental level of reality, anything is possible. And the restructuring of your reality is dictated entirely by our beliefs and expectations. We are pure energy, and there is infinite potential in that energy. It is entirely up to us what we choose to manifest out of the field in our lives and bodies. You have no limitations. And by the way, on ET Yoga, many times I go over the ultimate truths of reality, and the ultimate truths of reality include the fact that there are no limitations. It's one of the rules of life that we live under the ultimate truths of reality there are no limitations if i have a limitation an experience that i define as a limitation it is happening as a result of the way i think the appearance of all limitation is merely the effect of error thinking god has no limitations and as an aspect of god neither do i unless i believe that I do, in which case I will create the appearance of limitation as a direct result of my belief. And that <laughs> sums it all up right there. And and even, you know, people have these consensus beliefs, like, oh, if you're 60, you've got to be on 10 pills a day and all this kind of crap. No, you don't. And by the way, that's another thing I'm a dinosaur about. <laughs> yeah, I am over 60, and I don't take any pills, and I will never take a pill ain't happening, okay? First off, you do your homework and due diligence, you'll find that most of the ailments in life 
are easily fixed through herbal medicines and other methods. You don't need their crap. You don't need their poisons. <laughs> in fact, in my opinion, mainstream medical is only good for one thing, and that's trauma. And after that, it's a dead-end road. Now, I think time is permitting for me to share with you the Pillar of Light. This is from Bringers of the Dawn by Barbara Marciniak, channeling the Pleiadians. And they state that from our point of view, you all have knowledge and you just need to activate the memory that is stored inside your being. We've noticed that some of you from your location of experience are out there moaning and groaning, saying we need help and assistance now and again. So let us suggest to you an avenue that you can definitely walk down, a formula that works. The formula is quite simple. It is for you in the moment and every day to constantly, consistently set out with clarity what you wish to experience. Perhaps what you want falls into the category of impossibility according to someone else's boundaries or someone else's limitations. With a sense of deserving and graciousness, discover inside yourself what will bring you happiness, what makes you feel light and connected and alive, what do you desire that will bring peace on the planet as you occupy your own being. Whatever those things are, begin to want them, call them to yourself by saying, it is my intention that I experience a harmonious lifestyle, it's my intention to experience health and energy that lead me to creative adventures. It's my intention that I be well provided for, that shelter and food and all of the things I need to experience in life be given to me in great abundance and that I pass this great abundance on and share it with others. These are not ideas you have been trained to think of. Two or three times a day, divide, devote a small portion of your time to getting clear about what you want Every day, open the energy centers in your body and above your body by calling the frequency of light. We call this the pillar of light. Picture a beam of light coming into your 12 chakra centers, seven inside your body and five outside your body. These are all lined up, by the way, okay, and they all can spin in unison. These chakras are information centers or vortexes that once activated begin to spin. And <clears throat> when they spin, they create a movement inside your body that activates the light encoded filaments to work together, rebundle, and form the 12 evolving helixes in the body. It is very important for everyone who wishes to become completely balanced with their physical being to practice on a regular basis some kind of deep breathing program this is a program in which breath is very important and oxygenation is practiced so that oxygen is brought into the body. Another activity we recommend for those of you who wish to move into a vast acceleration of energy is spinning. So you move um, left to right, spinning around and focusing your vision on your thumbs, counting and spinning, and we recommend you spin 33 times at least once a day you may build up to 33 spins very slowly if you are able to work up to 33 spins three times a day so that you are spinning 99 times. Well, we'll see how long you stay on the planet, or at least in this dimension. When you complete spinning, however, many times you spin, bring your palms together at chest level, press them together, keeping your eyes open, and balance yourself with your feet, the shoulders width apart. 
so that you feel anchored and still feel the spinning at the same time. This tremendously accelerates the spinning of the chakra system inside your body, which tremendously accelerates the rate at which you can interpret and receive data. So there's your spinning, your pillar of light and um, spinning technique. I'd like to now share with you the, um, well, first I'd like to wish you uh, great success in your achieving full consciousness, uh, perfect health and abundance. And um, the Who Am I technique, I generally finish with at the end of every ET yoga program where you focus your full attention in the center of your forehead and become that spot. And then you ask the question, who am I? And you can do that once, twice, or whatever feels comfortable. The thing you get to the highest place you know how to get to, and then become that spot, and then you state the following. I am not my body. I am not my internal organs. I am not my thoughts. I am not this spot. What spot? I am connected to a vast network that has been beyond your reach and experience. To humans, it is like staring at the sun, a blinding brightness that conceals a source of great power. We have been subordinate to our limitations until now. The time has come to cast aside these bonds and to elevate our consciousness to a higher plane. It is time to become a part. It of is time all to become a part. Of 